Hi, I'm James Richardson with a quick word on the audio treats The Athletic have in store this season. Three times a week you get the award-winning Totally Football Show with the likes of James Horncastle, Raphael Honigstein, Carl Anker and Rory Smith and me. Uh, Mark Chapman hosts The Athletic Football Podcast a flashy four times a week with David Ornstein, Adam Crafton and many others. The Athletic Women's Football Podcast will have all the Women's Super League coverage off the back of their brilliant Euros and the offside rule is back too with weekly episodes. That's not all. There are eight dedicated club shows. There's Adam Hurry's joyous football cliché show, Michael Cox's insightful athletic football tactics podcast, the offbeat TIFO football podcast, and a revamped football manager show too. You can get all of these shows wherever you find your podcast or listen ad-free on the Athletic app. Athletic. I'm sorry, you can sit there and look and play with all your silly machines as much as you like. Is Gascoigne going to have a crack? He is, you know. Oh, I say! Brilliant! He's round the goalkeeper, he's done it! Absolutely incredible! He launched himself six feet into the crowd and Kung Fu kicked a supporter Tame and tame and tame again. Crank up the music. Charge at last. This nation is going to dance all night. European League supremacy, YouTube football compilations, real or fake, the first ever tweeting of the word Penaldo, guess the football men from their introductory videos on Cameo, Brits abroad, the potential Charlies of Bournemouth, and the return of Premier League shirt sponsors. Brought to your ears by The Athletic, this is the Football Clichés Quiz 5. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 179 of Football Clichés. I'm Adam Hurry and with me for the fifth edition of the Football Clichés Quiz is, first of all, the defending champion from April, James Moore. How's it going? Yeah, very well, Adam. Thank you. It's good to be Um, back to defend my crown. Yeah, your knowledge of the quirks of the language of football got you over the line against Charlie Eccleshare last time. Are you confident of becoming the first ever to retain the Clichés Quiz title? No, not really. Uh, no. It's very much a kind of Greece in Euro 2008 situation, right? I'm the reigning champion, but I think also the underdog. Right. And I haven't bothered to check who they played in 2008, but I think they were rubbish and went out. So Michael, Michael will probably know. Did they qualify? Yeah. Did they? I think so. They were bad. Fair that enough. voice you can hear querying yeah, the wisdom on. of the defending champion <laughs> is Michael Cox, the new challenger. Michael, what sort of questions are you hoping for here? Um, anything apart from stuff to do with sponsors, because I couldn't name a single Premier League sponsor, I don't think. Oh, dear. And the look, at your, the look on your face makes me somewhat nervous, I must say. Oh, dear. James pumping the air already. Yes, this is indeed the fifth running of what has become the crown jewel of the Athletics audio output. Will this one hit the same heights as the last four? Perhaps we won't know until the Totally Football Show plagiarises one of the rounds for their annual quiz. (laughs) Hashtag totally takes. So it's a record points total to aim for today. If you max this quiz out, you'll go home with 116 points. Almost like a team bouncing straight back up from the championship. But trust me, you won't get anywhere near that. Um, I'll explain the rules as we go along. For anybody playing along at home... Or on the go, 
you'll simply have to choose the James Moore route or the Michael Cox route to ensure that you can compare your score accurately with the winner and runner-up. So let's get started with round one. It's a fairly straightforward one. Round one is European League Champions. You will get five questions each and a point for every correct answer. James, you're the defending champion. You will go first. Who have won the league title the most times in Poland? Oof. Wisla Krakow. Sadly not. Um, oh, oddly, haven't won many at all. Uh, the answer is Legia Warsaw. Oh, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Michael, your first question. Who have won the title the most times in Switzerland? That's easier. Oh, I don't know. I mean, Basel were dominant recently, but Grasshopper Zurich, I would say, historically. Uh, I'll go for Grasshopper's Zurich. 1-0. James, your second question of round one. Who have won the title the most times in Wales? I mean, I'm assuming this, this isn't some trick question and it doesn't include the clubs that play in the English League, presumably. Well, they wouldn't Somehow. have won the Welsh title then, would they? Oh, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. I mean, like, t- total network solutions. The, the New Saints, sorry. That's what I will accept, that, yeah, accept any variation of the but name. I feel like the they've won it a lot recently, but they probably haven't won it, like, historically loads. Oh, God, this is terrible. I'm going to say that, the New Saints. Yeah, the New Saints. Sorry, that's what I thought you were answering with. Anyway, yeah, oh, let's just assume you did. Right, Michael, your second question of round one. Who have won the title the most times in the Republic of Ireland? Ooh, good question. I'm going to say Bohemians. Incorrect. It's Shamrock Rovers. Okay, yeah. And the score remains 1-1 after two questions each. James, your third question. Who have won the title the most times in Sweden? Gothenburg. The answer's Malmo. Ah, Malmo. It's always Malmo. Michael, you can regain your lead with question three. Who have won the title the most times in Austria? Got to be Rapid Vienna. It is Rapid Vienna. Michael leads 2-1. James, your fourth question of round one. Who have won the title the most times in Estonia? Oh, fuck off. These tend to get harder, basically. (laughs) Estonia? Yeah. It's Tallinn, isn't it? I know that much. Someone Tallinn. Oh, bollocks. Oh, bollocks Tallinn. (laughs) It's not. I was going to say the name of another club in another country as a joke, but I won't just in case the next one is is Latvia. I, I, I I don't know. I bet it's something Tallinn, but I can't think of what the first name of the team is. First uh, not good enough, I'm afraid. Uh, yeah, the answer no. is Flora of yeah. Tallinn. There you go. The Flora Club of Tallinn. <laughs> of um, Michael, your fourth question of round one. Who have won the title the most times in Malta? Is it Valletta? Incorrect. And do you know what? You could have had two clubs because they both share the uh, current leading number of titles in Malta. You could have had Slima Wanderers or Floriana. Hang on, Ooh. sorry. Wait a second. Sorry. So he had two possible answers. So he could have got, he had twice the chance to get it right. Uh, it's the luck of the draw. It's the luck That's of the draw. absolute nonsense. I don't think it is. Well, he hasn't got it right anyway. What are you moaning about? Oh, Jesus Christ. You're giving him another opportunity. That is pathetic. It doesn't matter. It's all hypothetical now. Uh, the score remains 2-1. James, your fifth question of round one. Which of these teams, and monitor my words carefully here, which of these teams has never won the Turkish Super League? Gençler Biligi, Bursaspor, or Istanbul Başakşehir? Which of these teams has never won the Turkish Super League? Istanbul, Bahash, that, that one. Won it quite recently, actually. No. The answer is Gençler Biligi. Got um, Michael, you can extend your lead to 3-1 with this final question of round one. Which of these teams has never won the league title in Greece? Aris, Thessaloniki, Larissa or OFI Crete? Well, I must say I'm surprised to learn that two of them have won it. Because I just think of it being Olympiacos and Panathinaikos every good year. Good question. It's a good question then. I'm going to say Crete haven't won it. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. He has never visited the island club of Crete. 
you lead 3-1 after round one. Plenty to play for. On to round two then. This is where things get a little bit interesting. Round two is football on the internet. Question one will be a penalty shootout style. Three points on offer for the whoever prevails in this. You'll take it in turns to answer. It's sudden death. So if someone misses and the next one gets it, it's all theirs. Right then. The penalty shootout is as follows. Uh, Coxie, you're, you're leading, so you will go first. The question is thus. Does this YouTube video compilation exist? <laughs> Number one. Mark Albrighton, Wonder Kid, star symbol HD, 1080p, star symbol. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna say it. I'm, yes, I'm going to say it does, just because I think starting with a mad one that is 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 false would be really weird this so I'm is gonna... the sort of logic i expected you to i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna say that exists yeah interesting yes it does exist Sixty thousand five hundred eighty-one views to date uploaded on september the 25th 2010 back in the days when he was a wonder kid wow anyway james here's your effort you have to score this to stay in the penalty shootout mark pew's three whole city goals <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I just I'm trying to work out when he went there because he kind of I think he got promoted with Bournemouth. I just I kind of feel like if it was in the Premier League or after they'd been relegated in the Premier League, it wouldn't be deemed enough of an achievement for anyone to bubble with. And I feel like it probably was that recent. So I'll say it's not real. It's real. <sighs> I can't believe it. Do you know what? Some of these it was a classic quiz setter situation. I thought some of these are going to sound so ridiculous that they're too ridiculous to make up. If you see what I mean. But yeah, seven hundred and seven views for Mark Pugh's three Hull <laughs> City goals. They managed to stretch it out to two and a half minutes. It's a real shame for this round actually because I had about fifteen other ones lined up. Uh, there was going to be Chris Kirkland, Welcome to Sheffield Wednesday, Best Saves, two thousand and twelve. There was going to be Domagoy Vida, two thousand eighteen, Welcome to Liverpool FC? Question mark. Crazy tackles and goals HD. Michael Bradley versus Slovenia, Every Touch, June 2018, uh, June 18, 2010, uh, with, which came with a note saying the game is mirrored. Michael Bradley is not left-footed. <laughs> um, great goals from Robbie Earl. Um, deleted classics such as Robert Yarney's Overlapping Runs compilation, HD. And... Um, uh, incidentally, James, would you have got this? Leandro Damiao, bullet point, welcome to Tottenham, bullet point, goals and skills, 2012-13. I've probably watched it. I'd say yes. Uh, it's false as well. God, oh, you're having God. a right old oh, shocker yeah, in this. Uh, Michael Cox leads 6-1 as we go into question two of round two. Now, this is uh, fastest fingers first, or fastest mouths first, really. The first of you to shout your single-syllable surname will get the chance to answer this question. If you fail, the other will get the chance to take the point. The question is this. You can interrupt me whenever you like. Which former Premier League and international manager once had a website that proudly displayed his combined win and draw ratio? Oh, I remember this. I can't remember who it was. Sorry, Premier League and international, did you say? Cox. Go on. Is it Laurie Sanchez? It is Laurie Sanchez. Oh, yeah. 7-1 Cox leads, but there's a lot of quizzing to go. Question three of round two. Not a massive fan of these questions, but I wanted to do it anyway. The closest answer wins this point. So the question is, I want you to give me the month and year of the very first mention on Twitter of Penaldo. Um, As is custom, uh, Michael, you're winning, so you get to go first. Uh, I want the month and year that the word Penaldo was first used on Twitter. And I have to, as a technicality, the first time it was used in the context of Cristiano Ronaldo. We'd love to know uh, what the other context of that would be. Brazilian Penaldo. 
I, I, I have absolutely no idea about this. I'm going to go for March 2013. March 2013. James, can you get nearer? I'm gonna I'm gonna take the coward's way out and say February 2013. I feel like it. I feel like in kind of earlier than that was probably the peak of Messi Ronaldo, and I'm sure there must have been Messi fanboys by that point. Mm. Yeah, maybe I should that. have anticipated this approach, and it is the right approach. If that is shithousery, then it's it's well deployed. You are correct. The answer was actually August 2011. Oh, wow. uh, a tweet that simply said, for me, Penelda's step over reminds me of a 12 year old schoolgirl's ballet lol. Uh, the other option for this I was going to use was uh, when was Fraudiola first deployed on Twitter? That was September 2014, would you believe? Oh, wow. But yeah, James wins that. And that's uh, 7 2 as we go into question four of round two. Uh, once again, the first to shout their surname will get the chance to answer. If you fail, the other will be able to take the point. The question will begin now. You can interrupt me whenever you like. The first ever hashtag goal of the day posted from the Premier League's Twitter account. I will describe the goal thus. The clip starts with the ball out on the left at the feet of a three-cap England international whose low ball across is deflected up into the air by a very forgettable French defender. Sitting up very nicely, about 30 yards out, just left of centre, for a then twice-capped England international to set himself for what some people might argue is a volley. More Cut. Sol Campbell against Manchester United. Incorrect. Ah, oh, shit. For a then twice-capped England international to set himself up for what some people might argue is a volley, cutting across the ball with superb technique to swipe it into the far corner beyond the helpless dive of a goalkeeper who played at USA 94. That is very difficult, isn't it? So it's scored by a two-capped England player... Past a, a goalkeeper who played at USA 94. That is very difficult. Yeah, this is the first ever hashtag goal of the day posted by the Premier League's Twitter account. I'm going to say it was a goal by Tim Sherwood. No way. Uh, all I needed was the goal scorer, actually. Uh, but you are wrong, I'm sad to say. It was Kevin Phillips oh. of Sunderland against Chelsea. I thought the description was pretty good. Swiping okay. across the I can ball. see it. He sw- yeah, that, yeah. yeah. I've got to say, I think if, if you check my Sol Campbell one, I reckon that is about right. January 96. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine similar. if Sol Campbell fits this description exactly and that's the technicality you're going to try and get out of. But no, no, the score remains so who was the who was the French defender? Uh, Bernard Lambord. Bernard Lambord, okay. I think it was yeah. um, actually William Prunier, but let's, let's not get stuck into that again. Question five of round two, a five-point deficit. But there are three points on offer for question five. It's a penalty shootout again, and this one is the audio round, the famed audio round. Michael, as the leader, you will go first in this round. I want you to guess the football men from their introductory videos on Cameo. (laughs) 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 So, Sorry, Cameo is the thing where you pay someone to... Don't record pretend a message. You don't know. Yes. This is like I, no, I, I don't know what social media is. No, I'm sorry. I'm just che- I'm just checking. But yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you're right. This is the video they post first off to 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 advertise their wares, if you like. Um, these will go in <laughs> roughly ascending order of difficulty. So I think this is fairly easy ones to start with. So this one won't be sudden death. Simply whoever wins this penalty shootout in traditional style will claim the three points. Nice little massaging of the rules there to to make sure our content gets out there. Anyway, Michael, here is your very first clip. Hi, hi, how you doing? Hitting me damn well spend most of my time watching telly. And if you want to speak to me or have a video for me, get in touch soon. Hi, hi. Blimey. I mean, it took me about half that clip to kind of tune into the words. Was it, was it Razor Ruddock? It was. It was Neil Razor Ruddock. 
Very good. Nice. Right. James, here's your first penalty in this shootout. Not sudden death, of course. Here's your clip. Hi. I'm... And I'm ready to send you a message. Let me know what you want me to say. Whoever you want me to send it to, and I will get it done. Looking forward to hearing from you. Sounds a bit like Gavin Peacock, but it can't be Gavin Peacock. Do you know what really annoys me about this thing is when he says, I'm ready to send you a message. Yeah. Yeah. That, that kind of threw me because it made me think it might be someone whose first language wasn't English. But, it, I mean, that can't possibly be the case, <laughs> given the accent. I, I'm going to say I'm going to say Gavin Peacock, but I'm certain that's wrong. This sounds a bit like him. That's wrong, James. It's Tim Sherwood. No way. <laughs> oh, my God. You're guaranteed to get this. Guaranteed to get it. But no, Michael leads 1-0 oh in a penalty God. shootout as he steps up for his second one. Michael, here's your second clip. Hello there. I'm former Premier League referee and I'm looking forward to giving shout-outs to the special people in your lives. Or maybe not special people. A bit of fun, congratulations, bit of Mickey taking. But let's enjoy it. Let's live life to the full. And if I can add to your friends and families enjoyment then get in touch and we'll get things up and running there's a bit of mickey taking going on in this quiz just so you know someone else getting a question that you can answer does not count as some sort of skull he gave a massive clue as to who he was doesn't matter doesn't matter my, my knowledge of referees is is absolutely terrible uh, i cannot put a name to a face with referees i'm going to say and i don't think I've heard him speak. I'm going to say Jeff Winter. No, no, <laughs> you knew it was Jeff Winter. Guess. You knew it was Jeff Winter. You're pretending you didn't know it was Jeff Winter. You knew it was Jeff Winter. Pathetic. I mean, that that sounds like what Jeff Winter, what I would expect Jeff Winter to sound like, but I'm not sure I've ever heard him well, speak. Well, your expectations but... are correct, Michael. That was indeed Jeff Winter. You lead 2-0 in this penalty shootout. Uh, James, here's your second penalty. Hi, I'm ex an England defender, best known for being part of the famous if you want a personal message for family or friends please get in touch I, I swear to god if it's not Nigel Winterburn I'm gone what's your answer Nigel Winterburn it is Nigel Winterburn oh god, thank, thank god, god we've kept you I never <laughs> thought I'd be so happy to see that name right Michael Cox leads 2-1 in this penalty shootout but he can he can re-establish his lead with his third penalty hi everyone this is digging uh, um I'm just uh, delighted to be uh, involved and uh, on the Cameo platform. Uh, I'll be more than happy to uh, send you a birthday uh, uh, regards, birthday wishes, anniversary wishes or whatever. Um, I'll be also delighted to tell you about my, uh, my life in football, my 20 years professional football career for both Norway and I've uh, got uh, a lot to uh, yeah give you all. If you uh, would like uh, a personal message, I'll be more than happy to uh, provide it and uh, look forward to uh, speaking to you all. Take care. Bye-bye. Blimey. I hope you don't have to pay by the second for these things. Cause, uh, 20 years professional, Norway. I really have no idea who that might be. I'm going to go for Henning Berg. It's a reasonable shout. I realised that the the field of Scandinavian defenders would have been quite large, but it was actually Klaus Lundikvarm. <laughs> James, you can draw level in the penalty shootout now. Here is penalty number three for you. Morning. We're here. Hope you're very well. Delighted to say I've joined Cameo. Can't wait to give some shout-outs to all your family and friends and special people in your lives, particularly this time when it's been so difficult. Anyway, I'm looking forward to having some fun in the future. 
and you can carry as much as I can. Take care. It's clearly someone who's uh, willing to ride a train. By the sound of it? Mm-hmm. Was he on a train? It sounded like he was on a train to me. Well, I suppose that's fine for me to tell you, yes. <laughs> I mean, sort of thing you'd clue. get pissed off about if I told Michael, so yeah. It sounded like there was a sort of West Midlands twang, but at the end, I was also kind of swaying towards Ian Dowie. He feels very much at the kind of apex of this kind of activity. I just can't think who... I can't think... It's not It's not like Lee Hendry. Who else is from the West Midlands? It's <laughs> not <laughs> Gollymore. It's not him. It's Come not. on. Oh, my Lord. Who played for Villa? Who's from... Ian Taylor, Ian Taylor. Is it Ian Taylor? It's Ian Dowie. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> that is That's very funny. Oh, no. <laughs> he loves the bloody train, that bloke. Absolutely hilarious. It oh, remains... my God. It remains 2-1 to Michael Cox in this penalty shootout. Uh, oh. Coxie, here's your fourth penalty. I've just joined Cameo and... I want to say if ever you want any personal greetings, messages, whether it be birthdays, weddings, best men's speech, even that banter that always flies around, just give me a shout. Take care. Well, I don't know whether James has put an idea into my head. No, that, that no. Did sound like, it did sound like Lee Hendry to me. I'm going to go Lee Hendry. <laughs> it's Lee Hendry. Yes, <laughs> 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 lovely stuff. I've never seen... Such an incredible act of self-immolation on the Football Clichés quiz. It's absolutely astonishing behaviour. Oh, my Michael God. Michael Cox leads 3-1 in this penalty shootout. James, this is your fourth one. You have to get this one to stay in with a shout of claiming these three points. And to be fair, you need them. You need them. Uh, let's hear your fourth one. Hi, everyone. I'm... Now, I've joined Cameo. It looks a lot of fun. Let's find out. If you would like a shout-out to your mum, dad, brother, sister, best mate, whoever it is... For whatever occasion, just let me know. Cheers. Seems like a really nice guy. I, I, I'm, I'm fairly sure on that one. I know it's not my question. I just love his. I just like his voice, which I've listened yeah. to a lot over the year. Interesting clues from Michael Cox. Patronising. Is it Stuart Robson? <laughs> Sorry, who? Is it Stuart Robson? Is that your final answer? Yes. No. <laughs> it's Tony DiRigo. Mm. They both do co-commentary on Italian football a lot. I, th- I wonder whether that's the area you've made. Maybe. Stuart Robson, obviously famously not Australian, which helps. <laughs> <laughs> of Australian extraction, at least. Um, oh, so, Michael Cox preserves his 3-1 lead in the penalty shooter and indeed has prevailed in this penalty shootout. Let's hear the fifth and final ones anyway. Michael, this would have been your fifth one. Hi guys. Good luck with this, by the way. Former professional footballer, Swindon Town, Sheffield Wednesday, League Cup winner in 91, glory days. Aston Villa, score of the winning penalty against Inter Milan, UBUTY, and a host of other clubs. Um, so if you need me to send you a message, birthday message, anything you need, guys, anniversary, just give us a shout. Have a great day, everybody. Oh, there's a lot of clues there, but I've, yeah, I have no idea about that. Sorry. James, would you know? No. It was Phil King, former Aston Villa defender Phil King, if anyone wants to <laughs> birthday shout out from him on Cameo. <laughs> um uh, James, this would have been, well, in vain, your fifth yeah. and final penalty. Hi. Ex-Bundesliga, professional, also played in England uh, for Liverpool. Uh, I'm totally happy that I'm at Cameo. I, I hope everybody's well out there. If anybody needs a special shout-out for any certain occasion, birthdays, weddings, whatever, uh, don't be shy to send me a message and I'll be glad to help you guys out. Have a great day. Uh, how come he is also Australian? That sounded Australian as well, right? Am I going crazy? Mm-hmm. Have I completely broken now? 
I mean, don't stress about this too much because obviously it's immaterial. But... I'm just trying to work out who straddles like Bundesliga and Australia and Liverpool. Oh my God. Uh, is that Australia thing just a complete red herring? It's obviously not Harry Kuehl. Yeah. Don't waste too much time on it. Uh, Marcus Babel. Is that who you're going for? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was actually Sean Dundee, South African ah, born. South Af- ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm not worried about that. I, I didn't realise you were so bad at accents. I had no <laughs> idea. If I'd known, I probably would have got rid of this round. Also, I didn't realise the videos would be this quite so boring to air in their entirety. Anyway, the score is this James Moore defending champion 2, contender Michael Cox 10. But. Still time, still time. Uh, There are three rounds left, so don't you worry. Don't you worry. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brought to your ears by The Athletic. This is Football Clichés. Round three is simply name that tune. What I want you to do is I'm going to give you a um, tournament squad from history and you will take it in turns to bid on the number of players that you can name from that squad. The successful bidder, once the other person has conceded, will name as many players as they can and those number of players will equate to the number of points that you get. For example, James, if you think you can get six players from a squad and Michael concedes, 
and you name all six, you will get six points. If you incorrectly name the player, Michael will get those points. Michael is the league current leader. You will bid first for the USA squad at USA 94. I'm going to go for four players. Can you beat four players, James, for the USA squad at USA 94? Yeah, I reckon, yeah. Five. You can go with five. Uh, Michael, yeah. can you name any more than five? I'm not sure I could. I don't remember USA 94. It was a bit before my time, so I'm going to have to let James go for that. Wow, James, you can claw this back to 10-7 in one fell swoop by naming five players from the USA squad at USA 94. Go. Alexi Lalas. Correct. Kobe Jones. Correct. God, I've got such a doubt about this one. E Eric Ronaldo was a centre-forward, right? Wasn't he? Stop asking me questions. So Eric Ronaldo. <laughs> Three. Yes. Two more to get to claim the points or they will go to Michael Cox. I'm sure Brad Friedel was in that squad. Brad Friedel. He was. 23-year-old Brad Friedel. That's four. Oh, this is huge. This is huge. You have to get this name. There were definitely some good kind of classic, <laughs> like, American footballers, American soccer players in the mid-90s. They had great names. Sure. Eric Ronaldo is a great name. Yep. And there was a guy called Tab Ramos. Who I reckon was in it, but I'm not comfortable making that as my having that as my guess. But all of the kind of Premier League the Americans who played in the Premier League, I think, are mostly later than that, and I just don't think any of those people would have played in it. Ta Tab Ramos, let's do it. Let's have some fun. Tab Ramos is correct. Tab Ramos was uh, famously the player who got his cheekbone smashed in by Leonardo. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, lying prone on the turf. Anyway, five points to James Moore for that one. The uh, score is now 10-7. Let's go into uh, number two of three from this round. James, you get to go first this time in the bidding. I want you to tell me how many players you think you can name from Brazil's 2006 World Cup squad. I'm going to say four. Five. Five. Can James? I explain my rationale here? No. Because I think just... Michael was going to beat me whatever I say, so I want him to go low, so he can go with five now. Unlucky, mate. I played you. Oh, that's a fair approach. Michael, Ooh. please name me five players from Brazil's 2006 World Cup squad. This is easy. Yeah. Tell you, tell you what, that's very clever strategy. I was not expecting I mean, that. It would, have been more clever. it would have been more clever if I said one. I think it would have been maybe too obvious. Yeah, I, that, no, that is very... I had not considered that. I don't think play. of it as a loophole. I think of it as actually reasonable game management. Fair play. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Well, I will go for Ronaldo, mm -hmm. uh, Ronaldinho, mm -hmm. Kaka, yeah. uh, Adriano. Uh, brilliantly, you're naming all the players that are next to each other in the list here. This is very tidy oh, work. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Citation <laughs> needed. And my final one will be uh, Roberto Carlos. <laughs> also next to them, you've named five players that are all consecutive in the Wikipedia list. How interesting that is. Amazing. How uh, interesting that uh, is. I'm, I'm, I'm not beyond cheating at quizzes, but five. I mean, come on, I didn't yeah, need to cheat. No, fair enough. Uh, Michael Cox leads 15-7 <clears throat> as we go into the third and final bidding of this round. Michael, you will bid first this time. I want to know how many players you can name from Australia's 2014 World Cup squad. Um, are you going to take Sean Dundee as an answer for this? <laughs> <laughs> 2014. I'll start with two. I mean, I'll say three. Uh, yeah, four. Mm, yeah, five. Is Michael simply pushing the price up? We'll find out. 2014. Okay, yeah, six. Oh, that's annoying. James Six feels like a good number. I'm not happy with seven. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to try out no seven. Okay, I'll let him go for seven. Wow, James, you need to name seven players from Australia's 2014 World Cup squad. Go. Millie Ednak. One. Oh God, Jesus! I thought that was gonna be wrong. Tim Tim Cahill scored that amazing goal. 
Two. Every time you say a name, I'm going to interpret it as an answer now. Matt Ryan. Three. Oh, God, who was that Sunderland? I was talk- we were talking about a Sunderland defender in the office earlier who plays for Australia, and I have no idea how old he is. Is it Bailey Wright? Wow. Four. <laughs> yes. How many do I need? Seven. Yeah. Six. Seven. Three more required. Tottenham Academy graduate Massimo Luongo. Five. Oh, my God. Two more. Now, you could scrape this. I'm not confident, but I think you could scrape this. <laughs> Two more Australians required from the 2014 World Cup squad. Oh, God. You've got the very obvious ones, I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Who? Lucas Neal can't have been playing then. That's not my guess. Yeah, if you make it clear it's not your guess, I don't mind. Mark Schwartzer must have retired by then, surely. He played for Chelsea in, like, 2014, didn't he? In that semi-final. Champions League. Was that 2013? Mark Schwarzer. Incorrect, I'm afraid. Oh, shit. The goalkeepers were Matthew Ryan, Mitchell Langerak, and Eugene Galekovic, who also oh. had made up Australians to me, but still, rather worryingly, that makes the score 22-7 in Michael Cox's favour. Slightly regretting the slightly punishing score system here, but you have to reward the guts. You have to reward the guts. Uh, as I said, Michael Cox leads 22 points to seven. As producer Dave points out, it could so easily have been 15-14. So that's the way the cookie I said a crack type in Wikipedia like Michael did. Yeah, unfortunate, unfortunate. Right, round four is the miscellaneous round. This will be a penalty shootout once again. Three points for the win. Michael Cox is leading. He will go first. Um... Yeah, traditional penalty shootout style. No sudden death again here. I will read out some Brits abroad from football. These are players who have plied their trade outside of the United Kingdom at some point in their careers. I just want you to tell me if that's true or false in their cases. Michael, you'll go first. Adebayo Akinfenwa. Oh, I feel like he had a spell somewhere completely random, like Bulgaria or something. So I'm going to say yes, he played abroad. Correct. It was for FK Atlantis in Lithuania, 2001-2002. James, Dean Holdsworth. Yeah, I reckon he played in, like, Thailand or somewhere. So I'll say yes. He didn't. It remains 1-0 to Michael Cox. Michael, your second penalty is Trevor Sinclair. For some reason, I thought of the word... I thought of him playing in Malaysia. But did he play in a... Why am I thinking that? I'm going to say false. I I, I don't remember him playing abroad, so I'm going to say he didn't play abroad. Uh, You're correct. He has not played abroad. You lead 2-0 in this penalty shootout. James, your second penalty is Tony Cotty. Yes, he played in Malaysia, didn't he, I think? He did play in Malaysia for Selangor, 1996-97. Oddly, mid-career sojourn to the Far East. Uh, Michael, your third penalty, you lead 2-1. Martin Keown. I feel like he might have had a weird loan spell at the start of his career. But then he did just bounce around kind of Everton, Arsenal, Villa he was at. Actually, I can't recall him playing abroad. I'm going to say no, stayed in England. Correct, 3-1. Uh, James, your third penalty will be Carlton Palmer. He strikes me as the kind of person who probably did have like a few like clubs abroad in weird and exotic places at the end of his career. So I would say yes. Um, your inclinations are correct. He's actually he actually works abroad. He works as a teacher oh, in the forest. But your saving grace is that he, pl- he spent one season with Dublin City in 2004, which counts. It all counts. It counts. That's three two. Michael, your fourth penalty is Glenn Murray. I can't remember him playing abroad. I'll say no. He did play abroad. He spent the 2004 season with Wilmington Hammerheads in the US. Okay. Right. James, you can pull it back to 3-3 in this penalty shootout with Chris Marsden. (laughs) Chris Marsden. No, I think he played in Korea. Yes, I think he he played abroad. He did play in Korea, 2004, with Busan Eye Park. 
Fair play. That's very impressive. 3-3 in the penalty shootout. Michael, your fifth penalty will be Aaron Lennon. Yeah, he, between his two spells at Burnley, he went to somewhere like Greece, I think. So, yes. Uh, yeah, you are you are correct to an extent. He did play abroad, but it was with Kayserispor in Turkey 2021. But you get the point, no problem. 4-3. Uh, James, Andy Cole or Andrew Cole? I mean, he played for... He, he kind of bounced around quite a few clubs like after he left Blackburn, I guess. I feel like he probably did have like a short spell somewhere, but I just can't... I'm going to say no. Yeah, your instincts are correct. 4-4. Four, four. Dwight York travelled the world, but Andy Cole didn't. Right, five penalties taken, four converted each. We go to sudden death for the three points. Michael, Wes Brown. Don't remember him doing anything after Sunderland. Wouldn't rule it out, but I will say he stayed in England. Incorrect. Kerala Blasters, 2017-18 in the Indian Super League. Shame. James, you can claim this penalty shootout. Three crucial points, potentially, in this quiz. Wayne Bridge. This could be an insane justification from this answer, but because his wife is like a sort of UK celebrity, but not like a kind of US celebrity, I would say for her work, they've stayed in the UK. And I think they've got, I mean, maybe they're not that young now, but they certainly had children before the kind of the dog end of his career. So I would say they stayed in England. He hasn't played abroad. Correct. Well done. And excellent thinking there. Cox level logic. You've claimed the three points and that closes the gap. 22 points to 10 wow. in Cox's favour. Right, only a single point up for grabs here, I'm afraid. Uh, the first to shout your surname will get the chance to answer. If you fail, the other will get the chance to take the point. I'm going to read out a career path for you. I just want to know who it is. Internacional, Barcelona. Sporting, Middlesbrough. Sporting. Cox. Ah, shit. Is it Fabio Rochenbach? It is Fabio Rochenbach. You've clawed another point away. So that's 23 points to 10. Question three. You're actually going to get a question each for this one. James, you will go first here. Which of these players has never played for Bournemouth? Ah. A, Charlie Daniels. B, Charlie Austin. Or C, Charlie Sheringham. Which of them has never Ooh. played for Bournemouth? Oh, no. Because mine, Charlie Daniels definitely has. And I'm fairly sure Charlie Sheringham did like when they were in the lower leagues. Like twice. And I don't think you would have chucked that any of it's wrong. But Charlie Austin, I'm, did Charlie Austin not play for Bournemouth? Charlie Austin is the one who didn't play for Bournemouth, let's say that. Correct. Uh, incredibly Bournemouthy player, but hasn't played for Bournemouth. Played for <laughs> Paul Town, just down the road. Same thing. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, so that's 23 points to 11. Michael, your question is this. Which of these players has played for Burnley? David Nugent, David James, or Dave Kitson? Which of them have played for Burnley? I remember David James playing. So who was the first one? David Nugent, David James or Dave Kitson. It's a tricky one, this, because I'm thinking of the most Burnley player of the three, but I know that's what you're doing is, is the wrong answers. But I'm going to say Nugent did play for Burnley. He did. 30 games on loan in the Premier League in 2009-10. 24 points to 11 as we go into question four of round four. I want you to shout your name if you know the answer. If you fail, the other will get the chance to take the point. Question begins now. What links these names? Darko Panchev, Ali McCoist. Uh, More. Coxie was first, I agree. Uh, Is it they won the European Golden Boot? Yeah, it was the European Golden Boot. Darko Panchev, Ali McCoist, David Taylor, Arsene Avatissian, Zviad Endeladza and Ronaldo. 
Um, <laughs> Ronaldo and Darko Panchev bookending the troublesome era where it was made unofficial because it was all a bit dodgy. Um, so some strange names there, but um, some clinical finishing here too. 24-11. Question five of round four. This is a penalty shootout. Again, three points on offer here. And Michael, the dreaded question has indeed come. To celebrate 30 years of the Premier League, I want you to tell me whether these brand names have ever been a Premier League shirt sponsor. (laughs) Michael, you're leading 24 points to 11, but the gap could close here. You will go first with Peugeot. Oh, I do know that. I think they were Coventry. Yeah, Uh, that's right. Simple yes or no will suffice. Don't worry, you don't have to show off. Okay, (laughs) cool. James, your first penalty in this shootout will be Subaru. Yeah, I think that was Coventry as well. Yeah, interesting. Good pattern emerging here. Michael, Bank of Scotland. Bank of Scotland. That would be a weird one to sponsor Premier League club. Vaguely rings a, vaguely rings a bell. I'm going to say no. <laughs> vaguely rings a bell. I'm going to say no. Rings a bell is something you've heard of before. Interesting. Uh, no is correct. You lead 2-1. James, this is your second penalty. Walker's Crisps. Yes. Correct. Michael, Packard Bell. Is that, is that the same? So Spurs were Hewlett-Packard. Is that, the, is that the same? Is that a different company? I assume that's the trick you've gone for. I mean, Hewlett-Packard sponsored Spurs, but Packard... I, I don't know enough about that. I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm afraid you're wrong. Packard Bell were Leeds, I believe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. James, you can take a 3-2 lead with this one. Lufthansa. No. Good airline, I reckon. I don't, no. Correct. 3 2 to James Moore. Michael, your fourth penalty is Puma. Yes, they were someone's main. It's confusing because they were the main sponsor and the kit sponsor, but they only had one logo, I think. Was it Was it Bolton? Someone who wore, wore white. But I'm going yes. Yeah, yes is correct. It was Derby, of course, 1997, 98. 3 3. James, you can restore your lead with Amstrad. <laughs> Amstrad, no. Correct. 4 3. Michael, you have to you have to score this one to stay in the penalty shootout. Bosch dishwashers, yeah, sort of white, white, white goods. goods. Yeah. yeah, I can picture the I can picture the logo on someone's shirt. I think Bosch. It's just a captain in a Royal Rovers cartoon, mate. <laughs> I can picture the logo. Maybe I can't picture it on a Premier League shirt. I'm going to say no. No is correct. Four four. James Moore to win the penalty shootout and claim three precious points. Nissan. Ah. Uh... My immediate, my immediate instinct is that it's Coventry again. All these car companies are all owned by the same people, aren't they? Right? I mean, I have no idea whether they're the same. Uh, yes. Who do you think they sponsored? Uh, do I need to know? Anyway, you're wrong. Uh, the answer is no. Well, thank so you. So we go to sudden death. <laughs> oh dear. Four, four. Michael, phones for you. Four. <laughs> yeah. I was it. Was it Wimbledon, maybe? But I think turn of the century, they, they sponsored someone. Yes. You're correct. It was Watford, in fact. Okay. Um, glad we didn't do the clubs for this, actually, I have to say. Um, so, James, you do need this now to stay in the sudden death penalty shootout. Yorkshire Building Society. I mean, presumably it would only be a Yorkshire club. I would, I'm trying to remember what Bradford's sponsors were in the Premier League, but I don't think it was that. Leeds, I don't think, were ever sponsored by that. And I need to watch Sheffield United, Sheffield Wednesday. No. No is correct. No is correct. Michael, we go on. Cash converters. Vaguely rings a bell, but that's so tin pot to be a Premier League sponsor. And surely there would have been some memorable jokes about 
players moving on and trying to raise money. I it was like, did like old and have them or something? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to say no. You're wrong. Ah! What it was. Uh, I actually can't remember who it was. I think it was Hull. James, this is to win the penalty shootout. Ford. Ford. What's all these Ford. cards? I think that no, they just sponsored like Super Sunday. Not a not a shirt. No. No, he's correct. You get the points. Okay. And it's now a very respectable James Moore. Well, fairly respectable. James Moore, <laughs> 14. Michael Cox, 24. So relative. Yeah. Now, we go into the fifth and final round of the Football Clichés quiz. The Football Clichés round. James, traditionally your strength. I say traditionally. You've only played the quiz once, <laughs> that, of course. That one time. And, and I think me what, and Charlie both did badly. That's what pulled you through. Does Michael Cox have the breadth of knowledge when it comes to the intricacy of the language of football to see him through. Ten points is the difference. Five questions in this round, but three points on offer for each. James, you could win this comfortably if everything goes your way. Or? Indeed. Indeed. All to play for. Uh, This is fingers on the buzzers, uh, figuratively speaking. If you shout your surname, you will get the chance to answer the question. If you answer incorrectly, the other person will be able to steal the points. I will read out a footballing situation and then a dictionary definition of it in wider society. I just need to tell you to tell me what the football phrase or term is. Shout your name if you know it. Here we go with question one of round five. This is to do with crossfield passes. Scratch or scrape something, especially a person's flesh, with a long sweeping movement. Cox. There more. Cox, I'm afraid. Is it ping? Incorrect. A crossfield pass, scratch or scrape something, especially a person's flesh, with a long sweeping movement. Uh, well, uh, my initial instinct was raking, which also I think is wrong, presumably. Is that your answer? Raking. <laughs> raking is correct. This. Raking is correct. James Moore, 17. Michael Cox, 24. And there are still four questions to go. I, I don't object to you. You can't do this like, that's not right, is it, kind of thing. I mean, that is cheating. Well, I, didn't offer an, I didn't offer another answer. I don't if think I it lends him an advantage. It's, it's just annoying options. for me. Nothing more than it's that. Annoying. It's annoying for the listeners. It I'm is sure. annoying. James, if you could be more certain it's with your about, answers. It's not about the listeners. It's about, right. it's about Quest- me and Michael. Question two of round five in this all-Kingstonian clash. And the footballing situation is when you're faced with an asking price. And the dictionary definition goes as thus. Hesitate or be unwilling to accept an idea or undertaking. More bulked. Borks is correct. Wow. That My is good. goodness. 2024. I'm even reading your score out first in the kind of expectation that you're going to pull it back. I don't know why. <laughs> Question three of round five. A potentially pivotal moment in this quiz. The situation is a goalkeeper saving a shot towards the top corner, enough to not have to tip it over, but not quite enough to catch the ball. And the dictionary definition is clutch at something with the hands. Cox. Palmed? No. James, a goalkeeper saving a shot towards the top corner, enough to not have to tip it over, but not quite enough to catch it. Clutching at something with the hands. Clawed? It's 23-24! Oh, no. I don't think we've ever seen anything like this in the Football Clichés quiz. No shenanigans whatsoever going on here. (laughs) Oh, God. The pressure is enormous. Question four of round five the penultimate question of this quiz it's to do with midfield creativity and the dictionary definition is sly or cunning intelligence sly or cunning intelligence to do with midfield creativity more wily incorrect michael cox 
Midfield creativity, sly or cunning intelligence. Coxie, if you get this, of course, you have won the quiz. I've got it now as well. Oh. I, I, I don't think I can think. I can think of exactly what kind of play you would use it for. Can you say it one more time. Yeah, it's to do with midfield creativity, and the word I'm looking for defined by sly or cunning intelligence. It ends in us, but I can't think what the word is. Uh, no, I don't think I'm going to get it. No. Ends in us. How odd. Anyway, is, the answer we were looking for scheming. was James. Scheming. No, no. Schema. No, no. no. Okay. The answer was guile. Guile. Oh. Okay. Fine. This is basically the deciding question. I'm <laughs> glad that this has happened. Great point system, must be said. I'm not, a, I'm not a massive fan of it, but at least it wasn't done in a cartoonish way to, to make this situation happen. Um, wish I'd done the... Uh... <laughs> it's not like the Formula One last year. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's very silly. Um, right, question five of round five. The final question of Football Clichés quiz number five. This is about teams starting to gain control of a game and the dictionary definition is occupation of a position of dominant power or influence. Who will get this first? Cox. It's Stronghold. No! James Moore. A team is starting to gain control of a game and the dictionary definition is occupation of a position of dominant power or influence. Stranglehold. You're both wrong. The winner of the Football Clichés quiz... Oh, shit, yeah, I forgot that was it. <laughs> ...is Michael Cox. <laughs> 24 points to 23 out of a possible 116 points. That doesn't make it look so good. Anyway, the answer you were looking for was Ascendancy. Oh, that's rubbish. Ascendancy. Oh, I'm not okay. even, uh, that's rubbish. What? Team are in the Ascendancy, starting <laughs> to get control of the game. There we go. Ah, that is annoying. Well, I'll tell you what, I've won the Football Clichés quiz, but I've done terribly on the Clichés round. It does, <laughs> does make it a bit underwhelming, it does take it? the shine off it, I have to say. <laughs> but for the fourth time in a row, the champion of the Clichés quiz has failed to hold on to their title. We have a new champion. It's Michael Cox. How do you feel? Relieved. Relieved, really. That was, that was very difficult at the end, but... Yeah, I mean, it's good for the quiz, isn't it? A bit like the Champions League until Real Madrid uh, spoilt it, you know? Just winning it is tough, but defending it is even, even tougher. Wouldn't wouldn't mind a little period of dominance just to just to give it an, an edge of glamour. Just just to show it's not complete random. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. James, uh, commiserations. A sterling effort towards the end there. I have to say, I didn't think you were going to get anywhere close, thanks to my absurd scoring system. But um, but yeah, that that round in the middle of the things almost did for you, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, I really was worried it was going to be a complete uh, complete humiliation. So to kind of claw it back to something, I would say more than respectable. Mm. Shirt sponsors uh, were crucial. Almost they were. They in the were. end. Um, yeah, unlucky, but yeah, great effort from you. Thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you got to grips with the rules there. Let us know your scores. Um, 24 to beat. He got the job done, let's put it that way. Thanks to <laughs> thanks for playing, James. I'm sure your turn will come again. Yeah, I'm off to curse Tony Dorigo. Yeah, that uh, astonishing from you, by the way. Uh, yeah, but astonishing yeah, yeah. from Michael Cox as well. First effort, first victory. Congratulations. Thank you, really enjoyed. Cheers, everyone. We'll be back on Tuesday with the adjudication panel. The Athletic.